Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome back to the Train Happy Podcast. My name is Tally Rye and this is the podcast that helps you with your relationship with fitness, food, your body and your mind. And this week, I'm chatting to the lovely Sarah Louise, who you might know as Skipping with Sarah online. And the clue may very be in the username that Sarah is a skipping influencer. And I thought it'd be really fun today to firstly talk about like a really just fun way of moving your body, but also talk to Sarah about her relationship with movement and how she went from a very all or nothing approach to exercise where she felt like exercise like was not for her to discovering intuitive movement and finding a way to move her body that she really enjoys and that fits in with her life. And I really think you're going to enjoy this conversation and really relate, I think, a lot to what Sarah has to say, um, especially when she shares her own story. And I hope you also feel really excited about skipping by the end of the episode, um, because I want to introduce you to different ways to move your body. And I think this is a really accessible one for so many people to try. So I'm really looking forward to you listening to this. But before we get into that, just a reminder, the final spot for the Greece Train Happy Retreat in September of this year is still available. So if you would like to book, I would do it ASAP. And um, we're going to Crete. We're going to stay in a gorgeous villa. We have like incredible views of the ocean and we're going to be spending five nights in September just focusing on intuitive movement, being with like-minded people, which I do think is just one of the most enjoyable parts um and also just moving your body in fun ways dance party workouts swimming in the sea having boat trips and just exploring the local area and um, we're basically going on holiday together and i can't wait if you want the information for that you will find it in the show notes and of course we have to do train happy trooper of the week This week's train happy moment comes from listener Ellie. Ellie says, last week I did a CrossFit girl workout and I was 11 minutes slower than I was back in my eating and exercise disorder days. But I was running outside and it was beautiful. I focused on moving my body in a way I was enjoying rather than punishing myself and pushing harder to beat my old time. I'm a different person now and having a slower time does not make me a better or worse person but I know I'm training happier every day and that's better for sure. Ellie that is huge progress um, getting to a point where you feel neutral about you know what how long a workout takes you or whatever the time is and that that doesn't define you and it doesn't make you like you say a good or bad person or a better or worse person it's just how long it took you to do that and like that's no big deal and I really love that progression for you and I really appreciate you sharing that with us if you want to see more from Ellie and read more from Ellie you can find her as our train happy trooper of the week over on our Instagram page at train happy podcast and we'd love to have you over there you can actually be the train happy trooper of the week if you send us a dm on our instagram page once again that's at train happy podcast and we'd love to hear from you okay enough from me now it's time to get into our conversation with the lovely sarah louise Welcome to the podcast. I'm so thank happy you. to have you. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. I Honestly, I think this is going to be a really, hopefully a fun and interesting conversation. And I'm hoping like something quite relatable because we met through, I think I followed you 
on social media, you have a page called Skipping with Sarah, and we'll get into all things skipping <laughs> today. Um, but then I realized you ha- had come along to one of my spin classes, and then we yes. met through there, and I hadn't put two and two together. I was um, a big fan. <laughs> yeah, and then it was it was just so lovely to meet you, and just to feel like there's someone else putting fitness content out there who's so like-minded. So that's how we came to know each other. Um, yeah. But yeah, like... I know you obviously being skipping with Sarah, but I would love to hear from you just how everything started, how you even got into this. And I don't know, maybe backtrack and think what were your thoughts? I don't know, meeting me. What was your impression? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I guess how skipping with Sarah came about was started skipping during lockdown. I, um, we can get into this late, later on I guess a little bit but exercise for me has always been quite a temperamental relationship um but during lockdown we uh and my, me and my partner had to self-isolate right at the beginning um and I was like forced to be indoors and I'm a very indoors person so I really really didn't mind doing that um <laughs> but by the kind of like day eight day nine I started to feel like I needed to do something with my body. I needed to stretch it. I needed to move it. And I was like, this is an alien feeling. I've never had this like compulsion to actually move my body for non-weight loss related reasons. Um, So I did a little bit of like yoga in front of the TV sort of thing. And it felt really good. And then I was like, you know what? I want to do something else. So I found, um, I picked up a jump rope because my partner had been skipping at the same time during lockdown and came across kind of YouTube videos and eventually Instagram videos of of people and realised that there was this whole community, quite a small community at the time, but a community of people online that were also either putting out kind of educational content about how to learn skipping and skipping tricks or there were and, and there were a group of people who were also picking up a jump rope for the first time during lockdown learning a new skill Mm. um and I kind of I wanted to get involved with that I'm also a very visual person so I wanted to track my progress not necessarily in terms of weight loss it was maybe a little bit in in terms of weight loss but I wanted to track how I progressed um with the skill so I thought you know what I'll just create a page and there was never any intention to grow it there was never intention to become like an influencer or anything like that it was purely to interact with the community track my progress and learn and kind of keep keep a bit uh, keep myself accountable a bit as well um so that's how the page really came about um and then I can't remember how I came across your page at some point during my skipping journey I um really got into like the intuitive eating thing which I'd already known about for a few years but I got back into it after I started skipping and then the whole joyful movement intuitive movement thing and yours was like the only page that I found that was to do with that and also realized that you taught spin at Digme where I had been spinning many years before and I was like oh my god it's meant to be I need to go back um so yeah we're quite local to each other as well aren't we I think yeah I think we're probably quite close by so it's probably like oh serendipity like yeah it was it was really nice and really refreshing to go again to go to a spin class not for the purposes of losing weight and to have someone there guiding you through the class that wasn't judging you or wasn't kind of telling you to burn the calories or like you know if you can smile then you're not doing it hard enough with all those kinds of like uh toxic traits that you would usually hear from other spin instructors so um yeah it was just really really super refreshing and just lovely oh well I'm so glad you came to class and everything and I got to discover through you the world of skipping like I don't (laughs) skip myself but I recognize that it's so fun and also like a complete skill like you can do tricks and stuff and I'm presuming like you considering you probably started it on a whim in the lockdown fast forward less than two years later you've got a hundred thousand followers and you're going viral you're like blowing up with your skipping videos yeah it's it's insane really and I think a lot of people um are surprised to learn that I only started two years ago and are surprised to learn that I am not a 
you know really into my fitness for most of my adult life I very much pushed away the idea of exercise unless it was unless it was to lose weight and um I really really struggled at the beginning I couldn't do much more than a few minutes um I really hurt my calves I um really hurt my back doing it I didn't know how much to do I didn't know how to do it properly like my form wasn't very good and um I really struggled to increase my endurance I had to really take a step back and focus on starting as a complete beginner and increasing that very slowly and there wasn't really much out there that encouraged you to do it in that way it was all you know try and do 20 minutes a day and skip for one minute on and 30 seconds off and I was like that I cannot do that I I need something that goes way more beginner than that um and I think that's why one of the reasons why my page grew so much because there was just that message um you know start small just do what you can and increase from there that message wasn't out there um so yeah and like I say I, I just wasn't into my fitness but what I did do growing up was dancing so I've very much brought my dancing abilities and the the way I would you know create routines and things like that um I've brought that into my skipping and that has made it really super fun for me and has allowed me to tap into that part of my brain again and um, that I did for so many years growing up so yeah it's it's great because it's great fitness great cardio but as soon as you start incorporating those tricks actually what you're doing is you're kind of step away stepping away from cardio and you're doing it more as a skill um like there are some sessions where I don't even break a sweat because I'm trying to release the rope and catch it I'm just releasing catching releasing catching and I'm focusing on that skill I'm focusing on drilling something improving my form and technique it's not every single session is not 45 minutes of intense activity where I'm dripping with sweat by the end of it it's um there's a lot of layers to it and a lot of ways that you can approach it and a lot of ways that you can kind of take fun out of that activity and not just it's a cardio form of cardio that's great for you yeah I think do you feel like that's been the game changer for you making it fun and do you think that's what's been one of the ways you've been able to shift your relationship with exercise is bringing in that fun element and that skill element and almost like having something to focus on improving you know like you say improving getting a trick or like putting a routine together or something and that the fitness almost being a byproduct of that rather than this sole focus on exercise to burn calories you know yeah because I I don't want to go out and do a full-on workout every single time I go outside sometimes like literally this morning I wanted to go and record a very very quick tutorial um I knew it was only going to take I was I was only going to be skipping for a total of like 120 seconds but I was out there for kind of 10 minutes trying to get it perfect and make sure I was lined up with the camera properly and each time I did it I had to do it again and so thinking in my head I'm just going to go out and do something for two minutes ended up me being out there for 15 minutes and actually I got a pretty good workout in but the mindset is never I'm going to go out for x amount of time I'm going to do it for x amount of days per week and I think with something like running it's so monotonous for me I know that there are lots of ways you can make it fun but I just cannot get into that mindset of of doing it I can't be bothered to plan routes I can't be bothered to work out how far I need to go and and track it and all that kind of thing whereas with skipping there are millions of things that you can do you can go out and do a footwork session you can go out and do a completely low impact you know calves are on fire from the day before I'm going to go out and I'm just going to do something where I'm not even going to my feet aren't going to leave the floor it's going to be completely low impact or um actually you know I really want to get kind of a good burn not and in sense of calories like you know my muscles are burning and things like that I'm, I'm going to use my heavy ropes today and I'm going to get a really intense got lots of like pent-up energy and I want to just get it out and so I'm going to do that today um so yeah there's just so many different ways that you can approach it that it makes it so versatile and enjoyable and there's just like an endless list of things that you can do with it um there is literally not enough time in the day or the week to be able to fit in everything that I want to do so it kind of it there's the longevity there it's going to keep me going for ages 
and also you can see it's like such visual improvement you can see how much you're improving so again to use running as the comparator yes you can improve your pace or you can improve your form but it's quite difficult to get someone to record you as you're running so it's quite difficult to see that improvement whereas me it's just my camera my tripod and I'm standing in front of it and I can go back to a year ago and find some footage and I can compare myself and I can see how much I've improved and then that also helps me to teach because a lot of my Instagram is is teaching people skills and um, form and things like that so I can go back and I can see what am I doing differently now to what I was doing before and how has that improved you know where are my hands um what length is my rope what beats am I hitting and then that helps me to um, explaining it to other people as well so there's just like there's just so much to it it's endless <laughs> within intuitive movement we often talk about this idea of like how can you track progress without falling into like diet culture traps of like weighing yourself or taking progress photos and like in your underwear or you know and one of the things I always say to people is like actually how are you improving at what you're doing you know mm. is there a skill progression there have you finally been able to have you learned to do a specific exercise or a move or you know if you're dancing or you know same with skipping like can you see like a video from a year ago that you can tell you things are like sharper and stronger and you know more precise yeah and I think those things like hearing you actually say it in the context of skipping I hope inspires people to go like, oh, wait, I don't have to judge, you know, my progression with exercise based on the scale. I can act, there's actually so many kind of proactive, objective ways you can tell if your fitness levels have improved, if your strength has improved, if your skill level, agility, you know, balance or whatever has improved. And I think probably all of those things are required with skipping. I mean, you're doing like um, choreography, you're doing skills, you're, you know, maybe it's like how the endurance aspect, how long you can do it, you know, like you say, yeah. there's so many possibilities and options with like a skipping rope you have as a kid. Yes, exactly. And um, one of the things there that you were talking about, uh, are you, do you feel stronger? So there are different weighted ropes that you can get. Um, so you can either get like a tiny little wired rope, which I say are trash because they're not very good for beginners to learn with they're too thin but you can get like a five millimeter pvc rope you can get a beaded rope which is a little bit heavier than the pvc rope then you can actually go on to the weighted ropes which are literally like a half pound one pound two pound two pound is really heavy but when I first started I got a half pound rope and it felt so heavy in my arms like I could I could only go really slowly and now I whip that half pound rope around like I would the five millimeter PVC rope and I'm whipping the five millimeter PVC rope as quick as I would be with the wide speed rope and the brilliant thing with skipping as well is that you're supposed to be hit well I like hitting the beat of music and of course Same. with music <laughs> you can find out what the BPM is so you can measure yeah. your speed and a lot of people are always like how can you improve your speed like use music as the tool and work out where you are now. Are you 120 BPM? What is it? And then just add 20 BPM on each time. You feel more comfortable at that. And that's just a fantastic way of tracking your speed. Um, yeah. And so there's speed there, the strength and with skills as well. So when people on Instagram put out routines, it might be like an eight or 16 count routine. And you watch it and you watch the slow-mo and you're like, I can do 80% of those skills. Which are the ones that I can't do? Right, I'm going to pick that skill and then I'm going to improve it. And then in a few weeks, I'm going to try that routine again. And that's your focus um, rather than well, I'm going to do 20 minutes of intervals and see how many calories I burn. Oh, great. I didn't burn as many calories last time as I did last time. Therefore, my exercise today has been not worth it. Like it's just such a different mindset. I love hearing about this so much because <laughs> I was watching one of your um, reels on Instagram the other day and I didn't even realize there were so many different rope options. Like there are so many different kinds of skipping ropes that you can get. Who knew? It really is this whole other world that you've discovered, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really is. And um, it's kind of 
difficult to say in summary like what the different ropes do it's just one of those things that you've got to try like there are certain ropes that I really don't like using and they're not useful to me but I also like to mix it up so I might do footwork predominantly with the five millimeter pvc rope because it's so much easier to whip around and footwork always looks better when it's faster because it kind of just looks like oh my god what's going on with your feet oh they're moving so quickly um and then trying it on a beaded rope which has got a bit more resistance um and trying it on that and it's so frustrating because you trip all the time because everything's got to be just precise but then if you've got enough patience and enough enough perseverance you might spend half an hour trying to unlock one eight count routine and you trip for 28 minutes constantly um, and you restart and you go back to the song and you restart the music and you <laughs> throw the rope down and there's so much like I feel aggression. like you've got real uh, PTSD from doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of, yeah, a real life experience. <laughs> but you're, you get that routine once and you're like, the excitement and the like just the the happiness that um and the joy that you feel when you've unlocked it and obviously that's the one that goes on Instagram and that's the one that everyone sees but they don't see the kind of 28 minutes where you were tripping over the rope and and getting frustrated and then I think just to go off on a bit of a tangent here but I think when people pick up a skipping rope and they've seen all of these Instagram accounts where they're doing like perfect routines and it looks like they just got outside set up their tripod cracked out a 10 second routine and went home like that's mm. just not what what happens and I think people one of the main questions that people say is like I keep tripping how can I stop tripping I'm like you're never going to stop tripping but that's the whole point it's that's what encourages you to go on and if you're tripping it's because you're pushing yourself and you're trying to do something that's um going to challenge you and that's a good thing because at, at some point that thing that you're trying to do is going to become easy and then you can move on to the more challenging things and it's a constant progression. This week's episode is sponsored by Fabletics, which I'm so excited about. You may have seen that I've already been collaborating with them over on my Instagram as well, at Tally Rye. And I'm so pleased they're supporting the podcast because not only do they make really gorgeous, good quality activewear, and I would strongly recommend going to check out the reel I did trying on lots of their cute clothes and outfits that I've personally been living in they also do a really inclusive size range and I think it's so great that such a big activewear brand like Fabletics are doing a size range from an extra extra small to a 4x as standard you know there aren't many brands doing that on the market and so I think it's really important that you know people get with the times and cater to to people in bigger bodies and people of all shapes and sizes and so I'm so pleased with that. Now if you want to sign up to Fabletics and have a look at their stuff you can see that there's a link in our show notes and if you become a VIP you can get two pairs of leggings for £24 and you get 70% off. And if you don't know how the membership works, let me explain it to you. So every month, you'll be charged £49 for a VIP member credit that allows you to get up, get an item or an outfit up to £70. But you don't have to get an outfit every month. And if you don't want to do that, all you need to do is skip each month between the 1st and the 5th of the month. So right at the beginning of the month, just let them know that you don't want to get anything. You have to go to the My Outfits tab on the website and just press skip this month. And you can skip as many months as you like. And in fact, you can also save all your credits up for when you are ready to, you know, invest in pieces and you are looking to get specific things for up to 12 months. And you can use them whenever you're ready. So once again, I've popped the link in the show notes, but go enjoy Browse Fabletics and get yourself some cute activewear. I'm really hoping people are feeling excited and inspired about skipping as like a way to move their body because I, I don't think people necessarily think of it you know they get stuck in the gym or whatever um and I want to ask you about your kind of thoughts and experiences with movement and exercise prior to skipping um because I imagine like 
this is one of the things had it not been for lockdown maybe you wouldn't have discovered it and you know I'm just really curious to kind of go back I mean you mentioned dance and things from there but you and you also mentioned that things were a struggle but what were what was your relationship with exercise like pre skipping with Sarah it was like it was very sporadic and so I mentioned earlier that I would only exercise in order to lose weight so um dancing yeah loved it obviously that was never to lose weight I did it since I was four years old um did it four times a week had a whole community of of people there had a social life did competitions um did performances loved performing on on the stage in front of people um it was a huge part of my life but it was never exercise to lose weight um and then when I kind of got into adulthood as you probably know that you either quit dancing or you go on and and try to do it professionally um and a lot of my friends did that but I decided not to go down that road um and then gained weight as I was in my early 20s so tried to use exercise to stave off that weight loss uh, that weight gain um but I was so stuck I didn't know what to do I'd never been very fit at sorry I'd never been very sporty at school because dancing was my thing so I didn't know how to go for a run I didn't know how to lift weights um I didn't really enjoy swimming like there was just so many things that I tried and I didn't like but so what I tried to do in order to to lose weight was I tried to do the thing that was going to be the most efficient for me but that didn't necessarily translate into something that I enjoyed or was um wasn't too challenging so I always tried to do the thing that was the most difficult uh I saw your reel actually the other day and you were like I always tried the most difficult option and I was like same um because you wanted it to help you burn the most calories possible in the shortest amount of time but of course now looking back that was so unsustainable and so unenjoyable and had I actually taken a step back and saw myself as a beginner and try to do things that felt not easy but like manageable then perhaps I would have done those things for longer but I was trying to do gym five times a week and try all these workouts that my boyfriend was doing who was very naturally sporty and I was like comparing myself to him where I I really shouldn't have done that but I yeah so gym five times a week which didn't fit in with my lifestyle so as soon as something came up um, and I fell off the bandwagon, then I would never get back onto it again because I was like, oh, I really actually didn't enjoy doing that. So my my approach to fitness would always be all or nothing, but it would only really last two weeks. And if I was exercising, that also meant that I was actively restricting and actively trying to lose weight. So if I didn't see a shift on the scales, then I wouldn't see the point in continuing with it. So it was very unhealthy mindset I think there are so many people out there who are going to relate to that though and I think there are a lot of people who go in to do classes and workouts and try the gym or whatever and they're like oh well if I'm not seeing a visual difference in the mirror and I'm not seeing the number on the scale go down then there's no point doing it and that is my biggest kind of not frustration I think it's my frustration with like diet culture and the way that it's Mm. marketed and portrayed fitness in that sense and like told people that because exercise is just a tool for weight loss just a tool to change your body shape that you know if that's not happening then it's not valid it's not worth it and it frustrates me so much because we know that so many of the benefits um you can experience you know, all the benefits of moving your body without, you know, your body changing in weight or changing in appearance. And, you know, your body's going to feel the benefit, you know, whether the number on the scale changes or not. And sadly, like so many people get stuck in that all or nothing cycle that you kind of beautifully described because I, I, I know, I know that that is such a common experience for so many people. Um, so how do you feel like skipping helped you break that cycle? Like, I love that when you were talking about skipping, actually, let's pick, I wanted to pick up on this at the time. Um, when you were saying like, 
you were in lockdown and isolation it'd been like nine days and your body had gone I've I actually I feel like I need to move now like I've you know I'm naturally you know being an indoorsy person like I'm quite an indoorsy person so I can completely relate um you know when people say to me like oh if I just moved intuitively I'd like never do anything I think it just goes to show and I I think for a lot of people this last couple of years has said like when you're you know locked in your own house and everyone's staying at home and whatever you will crave movement in some way whether it is stretching or just being outside in fresh air and going for a walk or you know getting out in the back garden and doing a bit of a yoga flow whatever it is like you're gonna crave that and that is your body craving movement yeah but I think people think when my body craves movement it's going to crave a 30 minute hit workout that or like some insane like you know um hour-long gym session where I leave it like crawling out on my hands and knees like when your body craves movement it's going to start by saying like I need to stretch I need fresh air I need to move and it sounds like you really built up from there and Mm. that you listening to your body and honoring it was probably laying the foundations for this like beautifully intuitive relationship with movement that it sounds like you have yeah and and learning um in the in the last kind of year or so having read more having read more about intuitive movement intuitive eating um learning that actually taking a break from exercise to heal your relationship is really good and I think I accidentally did that because I got to a point in my life where I was like okay well exercise just isn't for me you know I've tried it I've tried everything there's nothing that works for me um I really wanted to go to kind of dance classes I thought that was going to really help but again I definitely would have done it for weight loss so would I have continued probably not but actually removing um any form of movement so as you know living in London you walk everywhere you kind of like rushing around so actually you are moving every day whether you're going to the shop walking to work going to meet someone you know just doing your everyday activities um that is actually you know if you're wearing a step tracker you're probably doing quite a lot of steps a day um so then to go from doing however many steps a day to literally walking to the fridge walking to the toilet um, and feeling that impact on your body um yeah and then and then just being like well I'm just gonna do a li- I'll just do a little bit I'll do I'll do something that makes me feel good and I think yeah that was like oh penny drop okay th- I understand now I get I get what this is all about I get what movement is all about Um, there's so many classes that I've been to where five minutes in I feel like I can taste blood and I'm going to die and how are people around me going for 45 minutes and just thought I wasn't fit enough not realizing that you can actually build up that fitness and you can build up the endurance you just have to be patient you have to be in it for the long term um and when people kind of ask me how long should I exercise sorry how long should my jump rope sessions be for or how many jumps a day should I do and it's really annoying for them um, but I'm always like, just do what you can do. Kind of go outside. Can you do? Can you do more than ten jumps in a row? Okay, if that's too, if that's easy, then do twenty. Um, or can you do five minutes? If that feels absolutely fine, then do it again and and see how you feel. Just like really, really tune in with what you can do. It has to be a personalised approach. Um, I think a lot of accounts out there or magazine articles are so weird about skipping like they all say do 30 minutes a day and I'm like it's just not a one-size-fits-all approach it's you can't go from zero to 30 um people really do have to tune in and listen and listen to what um they you know listen to their body and work out what they're capable of and build it from the ground up um and I think a lot of people get put off because they see that they're supposed to be doing 30 minutes and you know they're breaking they're getting shin splints they're really they're pulling a muscle in their calf and they're hurting their ankles and they're in pain so they're like why would I continue this um if I can't do it uh, so yeah I think it's it's really important to have that complete break that's what worked for me accidentally um and then just starting with literally the smallest amount and like if you go to the gym pick up the lightest weight 
how heavy is it for you? Can you do 10 reps with it? Okay, then next time do it with them with the next weight up. And, and I think just giving yourself that permission to do something that's actually too easy for you so that you can work out what your level is and then building building on it from there um yeah I think that's just super important I love that advice of almost doing something that's easy and doing something that feels comfortable and easy because it gives you the confidence to then build upon that and I actually think that's brilliant advice and I'm going to probably steal it now going forward (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome I, I I completely agree I think you have to start easy and comfortable and well within your comfort zone for you to know that you're able to do that movement for you to like I say build up that confidence and say like oh wait a second this doesn't have to be painful I don't I don't always have to be pushing the limits with everything I do when it comes to movement and I think you know thanks to motivational quotes like oh what what's it like um train insane or remain the same and you know I don't know if you've heard this like what doesn't challenge you doesn't change you like these are genuine Pinterest quotes Sarah like these are real they Um, were probably on my tumblr in 2000 yeah yeah I had it all on Pinterest um you know these quotes tell us that everything always has to be 110% and we should constantly be getting uncomfortable and we should constantly be feeling discomfort when actually getting comfortable and feeling like good in your body and starting small and then going from there and slowly figuring out what your boundaries are when it comes to like you know what what's your comfort zone what's getting towards that kind of discomfort zone Mm. and you know building up to knowing that you can start challenging yourself without falling back into old thought patterns you know without getting stuck back into that all or nothing cycle that you spoke about is really important and I imagine skipping being the kind of form of movement it is is a really great activity to do that you kind of have to start small like you know who's jumping into it doing like you say like 30 minute 60 minute session um yeah you, you know it's probably quite humbling <laughs> like you're tripping you're stumbling I saw a video the other day like you're whipping your butt with the rope like <laughs> oh, got it so much yeah yeah and and this that's the thing um I don't put out workouts on Instagram Instagram really I probably put some examples of what type of workouts that you can do but I never prescribe how long that you should how long you should be doing it for and I have like a beginner program as well called 5 to 15 which is kind of like the couch to 5k but for skipping so you start off with five minutes but actually you don't start with five minutes because when I take you through the program I'm like let's build up if you can't do five minutes now let's build up to that so kind of give some guidance on how you can get to five five minutes and it's all about how to increase your endurance at a pace that suits you and that fits into your lifestyle because someone who can do it three or four times a week is probably going to progress quicker than someone who can only do it once a week so the program is set up over six weeks but I make it abundantly clear that you do not have to do it over six weeks because this is something that's not going to be a one-size-fits-all approach Um, and you know don't move on to week two until you're comfortable with week one and I think so that's how I draw all the kind of intuitive movement principles into it that people like structure they like a you know a, this is week one week two week three so so I've kind of honored that um honored that request but it's it's so different for everybody and it depends what you're bringing to the table as well like I was so unfit before I started skipping climbing a flight of stairs I would be getting out of breath um like I just I was very low in energy really really lethargic all of the time so I had to my starting approach was totally different from Lauren Jumps who um she's got like she's the biggest account in jump pro she's got like 800 and something uh, thousand followers and but she has done fitness her whole life she was on the netball team the lacrosse team or whatever all the teams at, at school so she could do way more than me at the beginning um so yeah there's this goes back to this whole there's not a one size fits all approach when it comes to anything let alone skipping and don't compare yourself and you know 
you're right. There are a lot of people and you know what? It's the same with the fitness industry as a whole. There are a lot of people who work in the fitness industry as fitness professionals and can do some like incredible skills and have incredible levels of fitness and strength. And I think there's often this, you know, disconnect with like the average person (laughs) whereby when a lot of fitness people like have been so naturally fit and active and sporty their whole life, you know, growing up, then going from one sport to activity to another kind of thing, they don't necessarily know what it feels like to start from scratch, to mm-hmm. to not have had that background, to not have those kind of basic fitness levels and to build that up. And it's something that I've had to almost learn. I mean, I knew what it like. I knew what it was like not being a sporty person growing up at all and then only getting into it, you know, as I was turning like 19, 20. But even then, once you get in that world, what comes easily, what you consider like the easy, simple version of something is very advanced for some people. Yeah. And, you know, we need to have more, we need to scale things back even more than we already do to make things feel accessible and, you know, that people who are starting from nothing because the irony is and I mean I think we can assume there's there's so many comments about people's bodies and you know oh you know if that someone's in a bigger body then they should be exercising they should be working out and yet largely for and I'm you know people of all shapes and sizes have different fitness levels and some people are mega fit it doesn't matter their body size But there are a lot of people, you know, across the body size spectrum who are unfit and feel so like to even begin with the supposed beginner version feels like way too advanced. And, you know, they would so benefit from scaling things back and taking things at their own pace and slowly building up. And so your program sounds great. And I love that you're encouraging people to take it at their own pace, like, that's how it has to be done because there isn't a one size fits all approach, you know? Mm. And I think that's the problem in fitness in general is we try to like say like, and we often, and I think with fitness influencers and fitness professionals, they often compare it to themselves. Like, oh, well, I was like this. So you'll be like this. And it's like, Mm. no, 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 no. We've all got different experiences, you know? And so how can we try and empathize and cater for, you know, people along the kind of fitness levels spectrum as well yeah and I think um especially in the skipping online community there are a handful of people who are in a bigger body and I'm not not even necessarily like there are really not many plus size people if if any that I've seen but mm. anyone you know above a UK size 10 it's, it's difficult to find someone who who is um that shape so no wonder people who are in plus size bodies automatically assume that they can't do it and to that I'm like that's such a limiting belief because yes you 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 might not be able to do 10 or 15 minutes um of of you know interval intervals in skipping but you can get there and it's not necessarily I I mean I'm not a medical professional I don't know but I don't actually think it's down to weight I think it's down to strength um endurance and a lot of people always say oh yeah but bigger people they need to be careful of their knees everyone needs to be careful of their knees like it's not the their knees have carried them around you know probably most of their life I think they're going to be strong enough to to jump half a centimeter off the ground over a rope um and I think there's a, a huge um there's a huge number of people who don't do it because they assume they can't do it because of their weight and yes it's nice when people say oh I didn't think I could do it but you're you're the same body shape as me and now I believe that I can do it and I'm like oh it's not really about that it's about your fitness and your endurance and um and all of that kind of stuff but I do want to encourage people who are in bigger bodies just to give it a go um and just literally grab a rope jump over it once okay okay now do it twice and just and slowly build up and do some cross training so that you are strengthening your joints and you are increasing your strength in other ways you know if you are lifting weights you're going to be um, able to hold that rope in in position for a lot longer so there are loads and loads of benefits um 
to to everyone doing it and I don't want to be excluding people who are in big, bigger bodies from doing it because, just because they don't see people doing it um but like Lizzo I found a video the other day Lizzo um jumps rope well then if it's good enough for Lizzo it's good enough for all of us though that's the way exactly. I see it that's yeah. my general metric for life like <laughs> what does Lizzo think okay <laughs> But, you know, it's true. And I think that's the thing. People have to see themselves to believe that they can do it, which is why it's so frustrating that there has not been enough representation of body diversity within fitness, um, you know, within sports and fitness marketing in general. And I do think it's getting better. Um, but you're right. There are people who are going to think, oh, I couldn't do that, you know, my knees or whatever. Mm. And, you know, often with that, those kinds of situations, you know, the thing that's going to help you the most is that, like you said, building strength, building um, flexibility, endurance, you know, moving your body. And as we've spoken about, it can be really small and gradual and you can slowly build it up over time. Um, but that is, you know, that is going to help your body feel fitter, feel stronger. Um, and you don't know, I mean, you can't guarantee. I think this is the thing, you know, I've kind of got to like, we just can't guarantee what your weight might do, but we mm. can, we, but we can, and we know that when we work in, you know, if we're able to slowly build up to the point where we're in that point of like progressive overload, and then, you know, we can build up fitness and strength. We can do that regardless. Yeah. Our bodies are amazing. Of the scale. amazing. They're so clever. Yeah. They are. I wanted to talk about maybe slightly the negative side and of your presence online because I did see that like you say the that you you may feel and to be honest I get these comments as well um I recently had this sponsored video on TikTok go like viral because it got pushed and the comments on it were just like so awful Fortunately, I have a thick skin and I've done a lot of inner work that I just wouldn't allow it to get to me. But my goodness. Um, And I recognize I hold a ton of like body privilege and thin privilege. And so just being, you know, a sort of a midsize person, even then I, you know, people will make comments about surely you should be shouldn't you be losing weight when you're exercising blah 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 blah. Mm. do you feel that there are assumptions made about you have you found that and kind of what do you say to those people yeah so yes I I get it a lot um and I at the at the beginning it was quite difficult and you know I, I would cry sometimes like if I if I saw a comment and at point at times I wouldn't even want to open TikTok because I wouldn't Ugh. I recently posted something I was like I just don't want to see the comment like I'm it's not brutal on there it's yeah particularly brutal <laughs> on there because people can really be like faceless and you know they're often like so teenage anonymous. boys yeah yeah you're like there's no profile picture or ever and they're just trolls but yeah. it's it's brutal and to say like to to say that it doesn't affect you because I can't say that it, it did not affect me seeing those comments but at the same time I was just like I don't want to let these people win in this situation yeah but there's still that like oh and you know I know that people in bigger bodies than mine and you know we know that you know the kind of the less body privilege you hold like it gets worse mm. and I and you know of course it's going to be upsetting of course yeah but sometimes like these people are so stupid that their comments don't even make any sense true so that's true you can kind of laugh laugh them off as well because you're like someone said (laughs) someone said well she's obviously not skipping solid food and I'm like even if you didn't eat solid food like you would still what hang on what does that imply (laughs) like you should only be eating like pureed baby food like smoothies only which was solid at one point that's like yeah it's just like it was so funny anyway so there are obviously there are comments that kind of cut a bit deeper there are the comments that Mm. are just so ridiculous that they're funny I now when I see them just do a bit of an eye roll sometimes I'll retaliate and respond Mm. or you know try to educate I kind of I'm losing the patience with that now yeah Um, and sometimes it makes 
no sometimes it makes excellent content so thank you very exactly. much sometimes I'm, like, engagement. I'm like <laughs> thanks for the content great exactly <laughs> um like I went through well I still do it now sometimes I award more on of the day and um, the best slash worst comment that I receive um which is which is also quite funny a lot of people like that but I think I can I can't empathize with the way that they're vocalizing um their opinion but I can empathize with thinking because we're all so conditioned to believe that a you only exercise to lose weight and b if you exercise you're automatically going to lose weight which is obviously what diet culture has conditioned us to believe and knowing the science behind it and having educated myself and knowing no matter how much I exercise I do or no matter you know we can all eat the same all exercise the same and we're all going to look differently and understanding set point weight and understanding how damaging weight cycling is and just I can't I literally can't see any other way of living my life that is going to be more sustainable than the one I'm living now so whether someone believes or like thinks because I'm not I'm exercising and I'm not losing weight am I losing weight I don't know I don't measure myself I don't weigh myself but exercising and not losing weight does not automatically mean I'm eating too much for me or or whatever um because again I eat intuitively so I'm not going to change the way I'm eating because it's the most sustainable way of eating that I've experienced in my whole entire life um so to kind of go back to to those things like I know I know the truth I know what works best for me so it doesn't really matter what someone else says or what someone else thinks about it because they don't have to live my life so whether you think I should be losing weight or not is really neither here nor there um so that's kind of that's how I've come to terms with it all and now when I see a comment I'm like hmm would that make some good content no I just ignore it um and kind of move on with my with my day but it took it took a while to get there obviously it was an iterative process at one point I was like should I stop posting because this is making me feel rubbish when I receive these kind of comments and then when you take a step back and you look at it in the round and you're like I, I don't really actually that's what well, that's what encouraged me to turn my page into what it is now because initially it was just all about skipping and I got so many comments in in that kind of sense of oh you should be losing weight if you're exercising so much and also people saying how much weight have you lost and asking me those yeah, sorts of questions the assumptions finding it really, yeah finding it difficult to say how you know working out how to respond to that because it's like well I'm actually not on an intentional weight loss journey anymore and I don't weigh myself so I don't know how much weight I've lost. and you know there's so much nuance <laughs> to that answer mm. that you can't put in a kind of 30 word comment response so that's when I started to talk more about my intuitive eating journey that's when I started and then I thought right I'm putting out content about intuitive eating I really need to get back into learning more about it and I kind of read reread all the books that I've been reading found more pages online got more into kind of the intuitive movement approach to exercise um so going from the comments making me cry to being like right I'm going to reinvent my page I'm going to change the way that I approach things and then people being grateful for me introducing them to this other way of living which is not an unhealthy way it's actually a more healthy way to live and it makes people feel and a mentally healthy themselves. way I think that's yeah. the thing like if it's sustainable for you and it causes you to like not hate yourself what could be better you know if exactly. we all you know recently you know if hating yourself worked it you know it would have worked right now by now yeah but it doesn't exactly. so yeah. we're not all going to keep living in that kind of shame guilt space sorry yeah we're not <laughs> exactly no no thank you and when people say to me like oh intuitive intuitive eating doesn't work for me I'm like okay that's fine like I'm not saying it works for everyone yeah. I'm not here to preach a lifestyle that I think the entire planet needs to do I'm here to encourage people to look at exercise in a different way I'm here to encourage people to accept themselves and to educate themselves because also oh I had this one guy who 
went off on one at me because he said that I was promoting an unhealthy lifestyle and it's all about feelings and emotions and it's not about health and la 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 um and I think people really really don't understand that this that like compared to the life I was living before which was overeating not moving myself my body at all versus now where I have a much more healthy approach to food and exercise yeah I don't do as much as some people do and I'm kind of I give myself permission to rest and things like that and yeah I accept my body for the way it is and just because you don't think that's a healthy body doesn't mean that it's not a healthy body or doesn't mean like it's not a healthier way of the way I was living before like it's just it's so complex and people really like black and white approaches don't they like healthy unhealthy and they think that people who don't look a certain way sit in this unhealthy part and people who look a different way sit in the healthy part and it's just like ugh, it's just so it's too narrow-minded it's too kind of like everyone's so blink a lot of people are so blinkered from from a different way of living because you know health is number one and I'm kind of like waffling now but basically it's just so com com complex and confusing that when one person says to you why haven't you lost weight and you should be exercising so much and it's just like oh shut up <laughs> like I and could you... put my energy into so much better things than this yeah I know myself I know my life I know me and I know what's right for me and yeah. that's all you can do really isn't it yeah exactly like you are the one person who understands your life and your experiences more than anyone else in this world how can you not know what's best for you how can yeah. you expect a stranger on the internet to say one thing and change the way that you're living your life like it just it's silly when you say it out loud it is it is oh Sarah I honestly it's been so lovely to just chat to you I know we're so feel so on the same page and it's just really lovely to hear your perspective and this like discovery and joy with skipping and I hope I really hope people feel more inspired and excited to like try something new and just curious maybe about getting um a you know getting a skipping rope the specific one you you said like the five millimeter one that one yeah I think a beaded rope is the best one to start with oh, okay. for a beginner um I mean get them all they're all great but um because they all have the different uses as we know but yeah a beaded rope for beginners is the best one um like they're linked on my in my bio people are always asking me where they're from um but yeah so get one of those don't go on Amazon don't get a wired rope get a beaded rope from wherever you want just don't go to Amazon oh okay okay that's I'm, really good to know um before we finish I have to ask you Sarah what has been your most recent train happy moment so had COVID recently I thought I was invincible. I thought everyone that I know has had it <laughs> and I didn't Same. know it and I was invincible. I thought and that too. <laughs> struck me down. Um, and I was like, it was bed bound with it. I couldn't do anything. Obviously, mm. I wasn't going to try exercising. Obviously, I wasn't going to try and do anything like that. I could barely walk. Um, but having having to rest for 10 days, um, I was terrified of, of going back to exercising like I heard it it takes a really long time for people to get back into it and um I was just really worried that I wasn't going to be able to do it for a long time I thought I was going to be coughing my guts up every time I did it so um on the day after I was released and free I thought I'm just gonna go and I'll just try it and I'll just do a little bit and I kind of just like eased my way into it and I thought I'm just going to do a few minutes and that's all and then I ended up staying out for an hour and I didn't want to come back in and I was just having the time of my life I was just so much happier and it was just like one of those things where I always tell myself I'll just go and do five minutes and I always end up staying longer because I remove the pressure of how long I should be doing something and I just kind of tune into am I enjoying it or like how is this feeling for me so yeah going back to exercise after COVID and being able to do more than I thought I could do but not in like a intense kind of unhealthy way just uh yeah and was just so much I was so happy that I could move my body and not crumble to the floor. <laughs> 
I love that. I think that's really encouraging probably for people to hear. Um, yeah. Right, Sarah, where can everyone find you, find your beginner's skipping plan and even find the right skipping ropes? Where can we yeah. get all of that information? So you can find me um, at Skipping with Sarah on Instagram. And then I've got a website as well. So skippingwithsarah.com nice and easy and um on there there's a link to my program which is called five to fifteen so that's like top right of the page and then I've got um links to the ropes that I recommend on there as well and lots more information there's like a few article like blog pages on there as well um where you can find out about how to get started and what ropes best and lots of other things as well I'll make sure to link that in the show notes for everyone. Oh, but honestly, this you. has been such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Oh, no, it's been it's it's been great. And also, like, I always get a little bit anxious or nervous that I'm spreading the wrong information about intuitive movement. So to know that we're on the same page, I just know that <laughs> I am doing the good, good job. You're doing great. And I, <laughs> I 100% recommend everyone go follow you. Thank you. That means the world. And that is it for this week's episode of the Train Happy Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you took something away from this episode. And if you did, please let me know by sending feedback. You can find us on Instagram at Train Happy Podcast. Or even better, it would be amazing if you could rate and review the podcast on whichever platform you're listening, as it really, really helps to support and boost the Train Happy message. And remember... If you have had a recent moment where this stuff has just started clicking for you, then share your story with us via email, trainhappypodcast at gmail.com to become the train happy trooper of the week. And if you have a burning question you would like me to answer, then please send those in too. And it may be answered in our bonus Q&A episodes. Once again, thank you for listening and I will speak to you soon. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 